Good morning. It is Danger Dan here in the talk shop with the second installment of the Motorcycle Sherpa Recap with Darren McKeague and Bare Knuckle Nepal. We recorded this after our 11-day trip with Motorcycle Sherpa up and through the Annapurna Circuit up to Muktanoff and back down to Kathmandu. What a fucking time we had. Make sure you go to MotorcycleSherpa.com to check out all things Motorcycle Sherpa. They got tours in Nepal, India, and Mongolia. Yours truly will be hosting a guiding, if you will, guiding one of these tours next year. So stick with me as I iron out the details and figure out when that's going to be. Uh, check out Motorcycle Sherpa until then, or follow them on the gram, or check out Darren McKeague or Bare Knuckle Paul on the gram. They got a bunch of sweet content as well. So let's get into it. That was Extermination Day with Thou Shall Not Hassle. Thank you, Zach, from Heavy Clothing. Check out Heavy Clothing at heavy.bigcartel.com, dude. All right, so uh, today's Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving, and I am so thankful for all of you. I am so thankful that I am going to do a Black Friday sale. I know. you Don't you just hate that? Uh it is going to be for MC Shop Tees subscribers only. That's right, MC Shop Tees, the only way to support every local motorcycle shop. Each month we feature a different shop from around the country. We do a one-off limited art piece that is only available through MC Shop Tees and only available if you're a subscriber. That's right. Now, this sale will be happening Friday. All the shirts are going to be $20 shipped. Uh, the link will only be sent to current subscribers. That's right. Uh, and I can't guarantee I have all the size. I definitely don't have all the different styles. I definitely don't have all the different designs and the shop features that we've done over the past four years. But what I do have available will be on the Internet and available. Uh, check your email th late Thursday night or early Friday morning. There will be a link sent out to subscribers. And uh, I will get those shipped out before Christmas. Now, for everybody else that's not a subscriber that would like to support the show, you can go to DangerDanceTalkShop.com. And I believe by Friday, soon, soon, I will have a link to purchase the Danger Dan American Highway shirts. I know, I know. You're a subscriber. You already got those. You thought nobody else got them. Well, I fucking ordered some extra, <clears throat> and I want to put those out there for the listeners of this show. So go to DangerDanceTalkShop.com. There will be a link in the top of the page that says Danger Dan American or <clears throat> Dan American. I don't know what it's going to say. But uh, up until the end of the year or maybe slightly before that, I'll turn it off at some point or Actually, there's really not a ton of stuff. You better get there quick, right? You better get there. I got to put the rush on it, huh? No, I think I've got, I've got quite a few tees. Uh, if I sell them all, that'd be sick. If not, I'm gonna stash them for a rainy day. So that's awesome. And uh, if you also want to support the show by going to Danger Dance Talk Shop and clicking on the Patreon link, you can sign up for five bucks a month to support this show, dude. Keep the show on the road. 
And uh, one way I like to say thanks is by giving away a $100 gift card to Lowbrow Customs. They support me, and they can support you, too. Lowbrow Customs has got what you need, and I am currently... Uh, well, my bike is still in the trailer from Born Free. The motor is in Boston Billy's shop in Metairie, Louisiana. I'll be going to pick that up here in a few weeks. And I'm going to be doing a fucking complete refurbish on my chopper, which means new wires, new bearings, maybe some new grips, uh, light bulbs, maybe even lights themselves. But anyways, all that shit I will be picking up at lowbrowcustoms.com, and you can too. But right now, I'm going to give away a $100 gift card to the lucky winner of, let's see, 116 is Nate Bree. Nate Bree. Nate Bree. I think I know this person. Fort Worth, Texas. Nate. Nate. Nate, you just won a $100 gift card to Lowbrow Customs. Super fucking rad. Happy Thanksgiving, bud. Thank you for your support. You've been a supporter for a long time, and I really do appreciate it. Man, that's awesome. Nate Bree, I will be reaching out with a $100 gift card to Lowbrow Customs. You can win one, too, by going to DangerDanceTalkShop.com and signing up for the Patreon. Uh, man, I got some sweet shit in the works, dude. I think we're going to have another motorcycle Sherpa trip to give away next year, which is super fucking rad. My sister has a company called Inappropriate Trucker Hats. Uh, my kids started calling her Uncle Becca years ago, and she has branded herself just that. And now she has a storefront where she sells custom hats with slightly inappropriate shits printed slightly crooked on the front of them. And you can customize hats all you want. And she's got a bunch of other gimmick she's got bags of dicks and one hitters and slippers and sandals and hats and uh, she's got all sorts of shit check her out at unclebecca.com but i'm gonna give away a hundred dollar gift card for somebody to spend this christmas next month thank you rebecca okay so i've, I've talked a lot i got a lot more shit to come and hit you with but right now we're gonna get into this podcast with darren mckeague and baron uncle paul in our recap of the latest motorcycle Sherpa trip, Stairway to the Heaven. Dude, you guys are going to get some of that tomorrow, aren't you? If we went dodgeball, that would be good. Yes. Dodgeball. Well, yeah, I mean, dodgeball's cool, but I'm just not. Oh, a, sports. I'm okay, not yeah. into pro, like, pro sports. is like not. But anyway. Um, Paul, I don't think Paul's going. No. No. Paul's doing what? The helicopter ride. I'm trying to. Yeah. Yeah, now we're like at the, because the he number needs of people now. Like huh? two more people. Or nothing's fill, happening? Well, you guys will go. Oh. But me and him and Rhett won't. Yeah. Are we recording? Mm-hmm. I look at it as We're like the, what we did this morning was amazing, but imagine just being in a helicopter and going to like a visual point you see. Yeah. At 21, dude, like to step out of the helicopter at 21,000 feet, the highest I've been is Mount Evans in Colorado, which is 14 and change. Yeah. So to do that. Like, well, just, you know, first flying in during the day, seeing the Himalayas in the distance, <laughs> and then riding, spending the last week like riding up to them. 
But then that flight today, just like right on the edge of where the, you know, the tree line and where the, the snow is, and then just seeing how big they are, dude. I think, yeah. to, the, I think this morning's flight should have been a selling point to anybody have, having reservations about the helicopter ride. Well, you know what I kept thinking was the, the group that we met last night, the, uh, the British people yeah. that had walked to base camp. Yeah. That's crazy. Think dude. about walking through that yeah, shit. That's crazy. No wonder they were so fucking stoked to be back in Catman, yeah, dude. They, they were, were like, they were partying. They were partying hard. I man. know it was amazing. Yeah, that's well, just the trekkers that we met when we were into the mountains on our motorbikes. You know, yeah. we were having coffee, him and Bobby and I, and uh, there was a girl from Switzerland that was m- mountain biking. Mm-hmm. Yep, and she had gone up, but she was having trouble acclimating, so she had to come back down and, you know, spend another day or so to go before yeah. she went back up. So it's not like, it's not only are you riding up there and then maybe ascending more, but you're trying to acclimate, so you ride back down, and then you ride back up to where you were multiple times. It's crazy, dude. Yeah, the base crazy. camp thing, that's what they do to go to top mm-hmm. of Mount Everest. Is yeah. Back and forth. It's back crazy. and forth for days. I mean, it's just been two weeks there. Yeah, the flight this morning was absolutely amusing. Amazing, yeah. It was probably amusing too, but <laughs> it was. It was a little it, early to be amusing. It was. It was. But early it was amazing. One. I think what it did for me was the sh- even with all those other insanely gargantuan mountains around it, Everest just towers. Like holy shit! Yeah, it's a monster. Yeah. Lotsi or whatever, however you say it, that's, you know, next to it. Also impressive, but, man, Everest is just insane. It is. I mean, it's just, like, up there is, like, uh, there's no no horns beeping. There's no (laughs) smog. There's no, like, there's no... Chuckleheads chirping out. But of you've place. seen pictures of base camp video. Yeah. yeah. That was just astonishing to me is to think that that was going on. Like seeing see everything around we there. Excuse me. I mean, that's deep in there. Everest is not like on the edge. I mean, yeah, it's it like, you know, you almost have to go over some big peaks just to get in yeah, there. For sure. I mean, just the idea of getting to base camp is monumental for, I'm sure, a lot of people in this world. Uh, I liked when we, you know. Let's go back to the beginning. Yeah, yeah. So we started here in Kathmandu. We got on bikes and just right out of the gate. We got the Kathmandu first time I swung traffic. my leg over that bike was about two minutes before we got into traffic. <laughs> Which, if you don't have any idea about Kathmandu traffic, I think we saw the one stoplight in the entire city. Today. We saw that today. There's one light. I live in a town of... 670 people, and I we absolutely have more stop signs in our town than Kathmandu has. I haven't seen a stop sign. That's what I'm saying. Like, no, they no. could just pave everything that isn't building and not even bother painting any lines or directions or anything because it's absolute fucking chaos. But it works. But that being said, these drivers are incredible because, I mean, if – Everybody gets rush late. hour in St. Louis, where I'm from, or rush hour in New York City or L.A., 
There's a crash left and right. I don't think we saw any crashes. We might have seen one bike off in we the ditch. We saw two accidents one and day. I, well, and I was in one accident, but other than that. <laughs> I was in one accident. And you were in one accident. I mean, everybody had a little issue here and there, but, dude, these, yeah, it's just crazy. And the, the Nepalese people are so kind and happy and polite. It's the only reason it works. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think any other city, I mean, maybe something in India, somewhere probably where it's Buddhist or Hindu. I've seen it, it in Vietnam work. and Bali where the the roundabouts, it's just like a thousand people are thrown into it. Everybody gives way to everybody yeah. because everybody has knows that the other person has to be somewhere. The amount of close calls, it's just Oh, yeah, yeah it's but insane. it's a beautiful thing, man. Yeah, do they like, even consider them close calls over no. here? That's what yeah, I'm so. saying. Yeah, it's, it's just, just another day. Yeah, it's just and it's people honk just to help other people yeah. be aware of who's around them. Yeah. It's not to push somebody out of the way. out of the way or whatever. Yeah, it's like, hey, I'm here. Yeah. I'm right. It's and, like a sonar. And I've yeah. seen a couple of situations where <clears throat> it's been a long, hard honk, and the, uh, the driver being honked at just might make a hand gesture like, I'm just trying to go in front of you. It's not like a finger or a gun or whatever. It's more know. like, I'm going in front of you. Yeah. It'd be, it'd be helpful if you slowed down or got out or of stopped. the way. Yeah. And it's just like there are zero, there's no traffic signs. There's no stop signs. There's no... The one stoplight was maybe out by the airport. That was it. Yeah. but it, I, it Nobody worked. was paying attention to it. It's it not works, like it dude. mattered. <laughs> and it's just like, you know, not to go too far into the trip, but uh, several of the uh, narrow passage roadblocks we came up on, well, like the bus or yesterday the backhoe, you know, everybody pitches in to help guide traffic, trucks, whatever. Or even just walking through Tamil yeah. during the traffic last night. There'd just be a random person helping maneuver the yeah. traffic yeah. at and the intersection. Dude, that's the way it is in Bali. Like, <clears throat> Bali is mostly has a lot of Buddhism as well. And a random stranger will help you back out of a space, hold a car in an alley so you can go by, not for personal gain, but just because they believe They happen to be helping, there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, we pull out. Most of us went the right direction following <laughs> Bear and the rest of the crew. I don't know what happened with you guys. I never so, really did hear the whole story. One of the guys mixed up. One of the guys, I think it was Brett, his bike wasn't started. So we were hanging back just making sure he got his bike started. And then he got it started and I took off. I didn't make sure that he actually left, you know, I just So had the visually had the tail gunner left? No. Okay. No, no. They were still in the parking lot. And you know, you pull out of that parking lot, you do a left. And then you get to the street, you know, mm -hmm. 20 foot from that yeah, parking yeah. lot. But it's it's fenced in. So, like, he can't see what what we did. Where anybody went. No. Ah. So he just assumed that we took you the know. right turn. Yeah. I hung a left and immediately just tried to play catch up. Well, you ran the course backwards your first time. So maybe that's why you instinct. No, no. No? No, because I got to that intersection and was like, I look left and right. No, I was like, I don't think we're going towards Tamil. So I just went left, and Bobby and PJ were right behind me, so they followed me. And I got to the first intersection, and I was like, well, it's, it's kind of an intersection, but the road goes to the left. So I just went to the left. And then we got a little further along. I didn't see anybody, and I pulled the guys over, and I was like, all right, we're, we're going the wrong way. Let's turn around. We go back to the hotel. Get back to the hotel. Everybody's gone at this point. <laughs> but the hotel attendant was like, hey, you're supposed to go that way. So we take off that way. Well, now we're behind the tail gunner who doesn't know that we're missing. Missing, yeah. uh, And we take off for a while, make a couple of turns, and I pull the guys over, and I'm like, all right, here's the deal. We're fucking, 
we're not in the pack. They don't know that we're missing. Uh, we can do two things. We can go back to the hotel and, and wait for somebody to contact us, or we can take some chances. What do you think those guys said? Well, I know what Bobby, just let's roll. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, all right. So I just, you know, I didn't know where we were going. I mean, I, I did know where we were going. I knew what direction, or I knew that we were going towards Pukahara. So I was like, well, we'll just go that direction. And we did. And we, uh, that's not where we were going that day. <laughs> <laughs> and when Bear finally hit me up and we figured out where we were at, you know, we'd gone an hour in the wrong direction. And, you know. But that's what makes for an exciting adventure, though. It definitely set the tone right out of the gate, you know. Like, Once I figured out that we were going the wrong way and I had a new place to, you know, go, I pulled us over. Oh, and then we ran into the chase truck. The chase truck happened to be going the wrong way, too. Oh, wow. So that I helped us that. think that we were going the right way. Oh, shit. So what do you, when you say set the tone, like set the tone for the oh, day, well, that's, the that's, group, that's, you three? That was when I was like, all right, when I, I think one of us was like, all right, the B team, you know, like we're, we're, we're already out of you know, on the wrong track. Yeah. We're well, getting back on track. That definitely doesn't define the B team, in my opinion. But No, but I mean, that was, that was when the, the term was first coined, was okay. at that point. Okay. You know, when we pulled over, and I was like, all right. Because I was trying to catch up until I found out where we exactly needed to go, and I pulled us over. We got something to drink. Yeah, yeah, Chilled yeah. out. Because I was, I was running hard through the traffic, you know, like. Yeah, um. Yeah, I mean, that's what makes for great adventures and great stories, man. Yeah, it was good. It really so is. So then we, you know, then we took off chasing you guys down, and uh, it was all smooth until, like, right before we got to y'all, and then PJ had, like, a run in with the bus, went off in the bushes. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, so I had... Uh, not that he ran into the bus. You right, know. right. Yeah, he had a couple, yeah, a couple situations there, but... I had a fuel line issue, so I had to pull over, and that's when Paul passed me. In the beginning? Yeah, the mm -hmm. first day. And After our first stop, we stopped at that, that the monastery. Yeah, oh, the yeah, 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 yeah. The monastery. And then um, you guys caught up. Well, then I had a fuel line issue, so I pulled over, and Bobby pulled over, and PJ pulled over. Paul that's didn't. when Paul went straight, you know, and I, you know, just that's when his situation happened. What happened there? A situation developed. <laughs> I went to pass a Brian. <laughs> I went to pass Brian and came around. Dude, it was just a comedy of errors. Passing Brian. Everything's on the left side of the street, mind you. So your instinct is when you encounter something, go to the right because you've, you know, you take the ditch. Because my friend Brian Helm is to my left, directly to my left. And the truck was kind of in the middle of the road. He might have been a little bit more to his side. But I mean, the road wasn't a full two-lane road either. And we watched Brian's video, and it does look like he's kind of on his side, and he was. He was more to his side than mine, but he was in the middle of the road. There wasn't enough room for Brian and I. Yeah, and the truck. And the truck. So I instinctually take to the right. Well, so does he because he's doing the right thing instinctually. I'm doing the wrong thing instinctually. So uh, I'm not going to say who won. That game of chicken, <laughs> but I didn't back down. <laughs> I went, I went uh, head over heels. I did a full flip, landed in the ditch. All right, we got a, we're picking up something. Pull the phones away from the table if you don't mind. The signal kind of gets on the 
Um, yeah, did a full flip, landed in the ditch. Um, was all good, you know, got up, shook myself off, felt my socks getting really wet. Thought, okay, pull up my pants and off to um, what I would call a low to super low grade veterinary clinic. <laughs> um, would you, would, uh, what about the guy that approached us? That just happened to walk up. He yeah, was like, he dude, I've got stitches. Like and, and he wanted to stitch it and everything. And I'm like. And there's just dust everywhere. Dust everywhere. So everywhere. I, was, I really didn't want to get it stitched, but I could see my shin bone, so I thought I'd better. And so we got five of the five or six of the worst stitches in my leg. Um, and in my other leg, <clears throat> part of my shin bone's floating around loose. So I've got. I'm going to get my other leg cut open, I'm sure, when I get home. But The other one? Yeah. There's a gap in my shin bone about like that right there. It's oh just mush. word, dude. Yeah. So a big chunk of it's floating around loose, I believe. Um, and, and I got a question. Why weren't you wearing your boots that first day? Because I didn't. Ex- we weren't going to get into any water. We weren't going to be in it. It was just, you know... Well, and that was before we even knew about the detour. Oh, that's right. The detour did Which the detour was gnarly, but up. this happened before the detour. Did, this was before yeah, the detour. It, it was just before. Yeah. So Bears Crew is obviously very accommodating. That's Bodie, right? Or Booty. I can't remember. They're all, all their names sound the same. The one, his partner that went with me to the hospital. Yeah, Booty. With the long hair, Booty. Booty. So Booty was just absolutely amazing. Uh, went to the hospital. Um, just people walking through the room. I'm bleeding everywhere. They're just walking through the blood. Dude, it's fucking insane. And, uh, like, before they stitch you up or even put any medicine on it, Booty had to go next door to the pharmacy and buy the stuff they need and then come back with it, and then they take care of you. Booty had to go buy it. Yeah, next door. Like, same building, but, like, a different part. Okay. <clears throat> um, yeah, so they got, got me all together, and then we get back in the truck. And uh, we had to go through that whole detour in the truck, which I would have much rather been on the bike <laughs> than on that detour. That detour was rough. Dude, right out of the gate, it was like three switchbacks up Gnarly loose switchbacks. gravel. Gnarly switchbacks. Serious wet, yeah. incline. Well, yeah, and if it wasn't wet, it was super dry with like baby powdered covered rocks. Yeah. And to set the stage a little bit, a lot of the guys that were on this tour had never really ridden dirt at all. Had never been off road. No. And that's all I could think of was when we hit that detour. I was like, "Oh man, this is tough on those dudes." Yeah. Really. But everybody yeah. got through. Everybody did so well. I mean, yeah. I was trying to think of a way to describe the spectrum of the roads, and I was just like, you know, the pavement could be gnarly at sometimes, but as far as the stu- the 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 off road stuff was just like going uphill on a wet road with rocks the size of softballs up to bowling balls just loosely rolling around. Yeah. Bouncing around with a bus in your way that's clogging a path that's narrower than the bus (laughs) with a 2,000 foot drop on either side of you, depending on which way you're going. So negotiating all that, you know, was, yeah, it's definitely. And a bike with about eight or nine horsepower. Yeah. Which those bikes were amazing. How well so do good. those bikes fit? And they this, eat, they eat mean, the, don't get me wrong, I'd love to have had a yeah. 450 KTM or 
something But did the bikes me, but... not surprise you? Because I remember. Oh, absolutely, man. They just I chewed thought the we trail were gonna, up. I thought we were going to eat the bikes apart the first time. No. And oh, they yeah, just they, keep they, going. They, they just, yeah. They were, they, I mean, yeah, they performed amazingly. I'm like, what? It would be so great to take this bike and put like better front forks <laughs> on it, a better shock on the back, a little more clearance. Yeah. Dude, I had, amazing. I mean, I think, I think with just opening up the airflow, you know, yeah. with the pipe and the cleaner. A little more low-end torque. Yeah, I had to keep it over 5,000 RPMs to really But, move. I mean, that'd be a badass machine. A little bit higher risers, crossbar on the little motocross But all bars. things considered, right off the showroom floor, they're pretty badass. That's pretty cool. Capable. I had one flat tire. That yeah. was it. That might have been Other the only than flat tire. No, no, there was Bob a couple others. There. Yeah. Yeah, Bobby got one. Oh, really? Um, wow. And people, I mean, people did beat the shit out of them. There oh, was man. some other injuries on the bikes, but like yeah. one guy's fender came off, another guy's the frame cracked, but it was a previous weld had been a previous repair. Yep. That weld came apart. Um, so that's not the bike's fault. But I, it's amazing because what do you think that was? 400 miles altogether over 10 or 11 days? Yeah. I think 400 to 500? Yeah, about in there. Um, but it's seemed like we covered so much more I ground know, though. You don't, we did, man. but it, I mean, it takes so long to cover a forty-five mile range. Yeah, yeah on roads I mean, like that. Yeah, dude, it's it's crazy. Dude, even when you're on pavement, it seemed like yeah. there just, was just so much that you're you're seeing and going through that. I, I don't know. It just doesn't feel like you cover. Yeah, it feels like you cover more ground. It's not than we pavement actually do. like we're used to at home either. Yeah, like, there's you know it ducks and rolls. And oh yeah, back home pull out we got to go 20 miles and you'll be there in 15 <coughs> minutes yeah. yeah and that here it's like maybe two hours yeah. yeah and there's so because of the so many variables not to mention the roads switching back and forth and the conditions of them but the traffic the villages and the goats the town, and the cows and the everything people the ducks, and the dogs yeah, dogs dogs just chilling in the middle of the road sleeping light like, poles trees what about light. those buses or those trucks that are just painted to scare you the fuck away the road king, you know? Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I mean, yeah, that's those drivers, they live in them. That's their shrine, man. Yeah. It's their temple. Yeah, the insides like, are really like, nice, dude, too. It, it puts any lowrider in the States to shame. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's an actual working vehicle dude, that they take like so amazing. much pride in. Dude, I mean, they have all the felt, felt hanging down, the dingle dingle balls hanging down. Oh, the some window. of their windshields are just covered Dude, with shit hanging and off And then of they, they don't even stop there. They're like, well, well, let's just do a bunch of different colors on the fucking, ho- on the wheels, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and then like head size some trash bags. To yeah, the, dude. To the spokes. It's yeah. definitely an experience. So it's where amazing. was the first stop? The first, first stop was Damon, Damon. Yeah. Damon, yeah. And that's when Damon. you could really see, we were up there. You could really see the snow cap, the, the Himalayas for the sure. The cool yeah. air, the bonfire. Yeah. That's what oh, I was like, yes. Yeah. I mean, the city's great, but, man, take me to the mountains. I yeah, know. we went up in that watchtower that morning. Yep. Yeah, that was bitching. Yeah. That ride that morning, the second morning, was one of my favorite rides. Going down all those switchbacks well, dude, on the going asphalt. up to those, just going, climbing up, man. I yeah. really enjoyed that, too. Yeah. And then once again, I was still the in the truck morning, at that point. Oh, yeah, So yeah. the second day, I got back on the bike. And that's, that's a when, great section that, of road. That was a great ride, man. I loved it. The road's not two lanes wide the whole time. Uh, but it was actually, that traffic. part was pretty well paved. That was yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah. That part was fun. A lot of fun. Except for, like, the turns. You know, it's crazy. you got a nice paved road, 
And then like one of the most important parts of the road where you got a big switchback, it's just fucking There's gravel. Like and it's usually or top. covered in water. Yeah, yeah, 20 feet of like fucking just <laughs> Like mossy concrete. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. But the view is spectacular yeah, right amazing. there. It's pretty cool when you can be up high and just look at the road switch back as it's going down. You yeah. Know? Yeah, I it's, stopped Brian at one point. I was like, dude, just take this in. Yep. We're fixing mm-hmm. to watch these guys. We watched all y'all. Yeah. Just do like six or oh, seven yeah, turns. Oh, that exact point, yeah. It's beautiful country. That was good. Then we uh, we headed towards Chitwan. Yep. Did we do? Yeah. That we got second day was mainly pavement, right? Yeah, but that's when we got into the crazy highway part of the... Oh, yeah. Where you're doing 60, 80 kilometers an hour. 120, dude. 100 plus. Yeah, it was a fast pace, And it was like a frogger, but... Yeah, frogger on crack. Frogger with (laughs) shit coming at you from every direction, not just left and right. Yeah. Yeah. Hot. Yeah, that was... Yeah, I I got real amped that day. That was good. Yeah, man, that was just high speed the entire time. But Chitwan was cool. I liked that place. That was almost like uh, was that jungle paradise. Oh, yeah. Was yeah. that the resort? Where we went to the, the, did the canoe ride. Dude, that was so, so many dude, crocodiles, so dude. dude. <laughs> I think Y'all's they wanted, canoe is like that far from dude, taking like on why, water. Like, there's 18 of us. It's like, Let's take two boats. No, how about three or four? Because they're like, yeah, they're thinking eight Nepalese-sized people. And no, it's dude. like, it's me obvious and Darren that's and Bobby and There was and over 2,200 pounds in our boat. Easily. You guys had all the big guys, except for me. And, and there was no little guys in your boat. And then, you guys like, were still bigger than the natives. And seriously, yeah, well, like, the water was like, the an, water inch, or was like an inch or two from coming in. And then... I mean, it's not like you had anything to worry about in that water, though. No. <laughs> Aside from it being completely pure, unadulterated... Yeah, mountain water. I mean, he, he would have gotten infected. Like, the, yeah, dude, like that's, that <laughs> crocodiles in the water, <laughs> they would have been on it. Dude, crocodiles everywhere. I couldn't believe how many we saw, dude. I know, dude. It was. I mean, the close best. to the boat, sunning on the shore. Yeah, I mean, and then to see that that, that what was the best though? That pin. That oh, pin the nose. needle nose or whatever. The yeah, the croc, needle man. nose. Super rare. Would wow. they say dangerous, dangerously in da- or uh, critically endangered? Endangered, yeah. But the wow. best part was when we finally parked the boats. Our boat unloaded. The other one's coming to shore, and like a year and a half old elephant just comes right at us and decides, "I'm gonna get a drink and right don't there." Don't let we the year at. and a half old fool those listeners. <laughs> it's the size of like a Mack truck. No, it's a huge. It's <laughs> still a fucking elephant. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So and the guy's like swinging the stick, trying to de- it. deter it, like, and that yeah, elephant's dude. like, "I'll run you over." I just want to get out of the way. Yeah, Didn't even give a shit. No, Went no. between us. Dude, so close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful. I think you were the closest to him, too, because I said, man, you better smack his ass. I know. Probably better you didn't. That was, man. I regret not. I was so close. I should. All I could think about was a horse kicking back, you know, like, surely an elephant can't kick that fast. But I was like, if he does, that yeah. fucking elephant foot in my stomach yeah. is yeah. going to Even if it's half the speed hurt. of a horse, it's still an elephant's foot. Yeah. But that man, was wild. Yeah, that was fun. I mean, I know the river was only like, dude, it wasn't even a foot and a half deep in areas. We, oh, we drove dead. the bottom a couple times. Yeah, yeah. We bottomed mm-hmm. out. So, I mean, the thing of it is, like, if the boat would have capsized in any way, shape, or took on water, you would have had to sprint to shore because the sound of the water splashing would have attracted the fucking crocodiles. Dude, just in fucking, I don't know who all was in the back of our boat, but the fucking boat was not sitting still. 
Oh, man, what a trip that was. And they're using just sticks. There's a guy standing yeah, just pushing. on a fucking eight by eight yeah. square, eight by eight inches. Yeah, yeah. Pushing with a fucking stick. And yeah. then the guy in the front with a shorter stick, like. To like, swat away that's the, the crocodile. Yeah, stick. Crocodile's gonna. Yeah, that's the crocodile stick. Uh, the crocodile. crocodile he's okay. gonna eat if he wants to eat, man. Doesn't it seem like that was months ago? That yeah. ride down the river? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's so And surreal. it's only been like nine or ten days. It's so surreal that we're back here. Yeah. I'm super impressed with the ability of everybody. Because, I mean, the bottom line, regardless of what type of homework you did, I didn't read the fine print, but I also was so excited for the obstacles that the road offered for my personal physical and mental challenges but like everybody did so good everybody learned so much about how they can ride i enjoy doing it with a group like that's like that's hard to put together you know there's so many variables and dynamics man yeah yeah Yeah, it's hard to be with a group of half more than half that well we even spoke about on the podcast before we left how when you go on a ride and there's new people or too many people but you take that dynamic and then you add in crocodiles by your boat, like buses speeding towards you. And yeah, being like, on a completely different cycle. You definitely yeah. don't you know? have to add in braking for a yellow light so like all 15 people get caught at the red light because there's no light. There's no <laughs> light. <laughs> like class went between a couple of buses so tight that one of the buses skin, like he lost skin on the edge of his hand. Yeah, that's cool. So wild. <laughs> so wild. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, man. But yeah, it was a good group, man, and and that that spot we stayed at in Chitwan, like a little. I love that spot. It was like it was a little, little Jurassic Park yeah, it was, bungalows. Man. Like, I felt like a giraffe something. would like come up to our balcony, but like it didn't. But I thought about it, dude. I took that little horse tuk tuk through town. The guy let me drive it and That's everything, cool. dude. Yeah, that was a rad little town. Man. Elephants. They were using elephants yeah. as taxis. Yeah. Just guys yeah. walking walk through, through town. Walking through yeah. town on so, elephants, dude. Uh, we tried to go bar hopping from rooftop to rooftop, but they weren't having it. Yeah. It's pretty cool, though, how they use those elephants to harvest stuff out in It's their the own field. feed. Yeah, dude. Like you notice the how they're coming back? They're their carry- yeah, they're carrying their food their with feed them. feed for the night, yeah. So that they can, yeah. you know, keep those elephants moving. Crazy. How, yeah. Do you remember how much they said elephants eat a day? I didn't hear. It was. I'm sure it's it ridiculous. It was so much. Like, and then how much water they drink? I was like, no yeah. wonder that elephant, that young elephant, was like, yeah. No, I'm going to drink water, whether you guys are when in the way or not. You think about how much they eat, how much they shit, right? Yeah, as they say, they they poop about ten basketballs, so that's a lot. Because there's food. shit everywhere you could step in when you're wearing sandals. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It wasn't solid either, was it, Dan? Oh, no, it was slippery. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I got a good, good foot yeah. of it. Oh, and then the, and then the uh, <clears throat> we get to the park, you know, and they got all the females tied up, chained up with their, you know, their uh, their youngins with them. And then the wild, the, the wild, wild bull from yeah. the reserve comes in well, to just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Around. And they're like, get away, ones. get away, get away. Yeah. So, like, I was trying to... The electric I, fence wasn't even hot. No, 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 no that's no. long been not used. So, like, maybe to clarify those listening, but I feel like the the females were chained up just so that they were easy to access the next morning, as opposed to if they didn't chain them, they would probably wander into the 
Well, he, I th- for the way I understand it, is that preserve, you know, it costs money to have that, right? And it's got the biggest population of wild elephants. For them to afford that, they, they use some of those elephants to, you know, to make money to with, work, you know, okay. to, so that people will come in and see them, yeah, sure. right? You know, so there are some that aren't wild, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, and they would leave if they weren't chained up, yeah, and yeah. then they wouldn't be able to sustain mm. uh, a, a place for the wild elephants to roam. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's an interesting dynamic. Some people are totally against it altogether, but, yep. you know. We were in a... Bu- uh, they don't have hunting tag. You know, like, there's no hunting money <coughs> coming in, you know, yeah. like... We were in an elephant preserve in Bali, and they just roamed everywhere. It was pretty cool. Really? Know? Yeah, yeah. How big was it? Oh, man. I don't know specifically, but it had to be at least 100 acres anyway. Yeah. You know? And they just, the elephants were free to, like, play in the water and, you know, come up. You could you could get food. You could, like, so you could buy, like, big pieces of fruit and feed them. And, mm-hmm. you know, it was cool. They were in areas where there were, like, fences. And by fence, I mean, like, wooden fences to where the elephant knew that that was kind of a boundary thing. Yeah. Where you could just hand the fruit over the fence to them. Oh, so you weren't, like, in. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's not like it was a giant fence. Like, you could literally touch the elephant. Speaking of feeding animals, we kind of, we skipped over the first day, right? Where we went. The monkey sanctuary? Where we went to the monkey Mm, temple. Yeah. In the the big stuka. Yeah. But the monkey temple, how wild is that? That those are just so many monkeys right there. Yeah, those monkeys, again, those monkeys were super tame compared to the Bali monkey temple. Really? Yeah, they were super aggressive. So they have a monkey temple in Bali. They same, do, same but like you can you can go you can be a half a mile any direction around that monkey sanctuary temple, and their monkeys are in the villages on the roofs, oh, and they're man. there to grab your personal belongings. Where the one here in they, Kathmandu, they've done a little bit more policing. Outside yeah, that like area. I didn't. They weren't. Well, that one that one the girl the one monkey took that bag of chips from the girl. And you stomped, kind of stomped at it to, to get it away, and it stood, stood up and checked you. Yeah, it checked me good. It was pretty awesome. Like, yeah, I was like, wow, he's a lot bigger than he <laughs> looks all. Well, and that girl was throwing Cheetos at him, Correct. right? Yeah, he, yeah, she was feeding him. She was baiting him. So, yeah, he was, he was ready for the whole bag. Yeah. Where, like, in Bali, they'll just, they don't wait for you to feed him. They'll come up, unzip your backpack, dig through it. They'll take what, whatever's loose on you. Yeah, and I don't remember seeing any uh, of the locals policing the monkeys. I remember the last time I was there, I saw some guy getting after him for yeah. for doing that exact thing. Like somebody came at him. They with go a stick. from zero to ten quick. Like they're just kind of chilling. Then when you mess with them, yeah. yeah, they they stand up and their fangs come out and it's crazy. Then their buddies come out of the woodwork. There's a lot of them there up there in Daman too. Those those are white faced ones. Oh yeah, the those trees. were different. Those guys. things were pretty rowdy too, though. Yeah, yeah, they jumping are. all over they the were place. Rowdy. <coughs> yeah. Other than, where did we go from Chitwan? Was it Pokhara? From Chitwan, we went to Pokhara. Wow. Yeah, I like that We did that the town. first night in Pokhara. We were there for one night, and then that's when we jumped on the Annapurna circuit. Yeah. You know, the yeah. the real adventure. That's yeah. a great city. Pokhara is nice, yeah. It's crazy how similar it is to Kathmandu, but yet a totally different vibe. Completely different. You know, Completely like, different. It's cleaner. So uh, much cleaner, less pollution. 
more the stores like but it's kind of like Tamil on a bigger scale just just yeah. cleaner more well kept and not a, not as many people uh hurting you know yeah for for I think it's a little bit more westernized because that's kind of the kickoff for the the trekkers. trekkers yeah so yeah you know there's a little bit more European but I don't think they start like if they're going to base camp to Everest I don't think they go they start in Kathmandu but I think right but I think the Annapurna stuff is a bit. I think that's a big. Yeah, I just didn't know that hiking, that was such trekking, a climbing thing, popular thing. I guess yeah. you know, yeah. but it, it's got to be. I mean, well, you said it before. You know, Lichter did it back in '72 or '73. You what know, a trip. so man, it would have been so much different then. Oh, but dude, cool. the roads we were on were just trails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There wasn't motorcycles here yet. You know, China hadn't started putting out 125 cc motorbikes. Right for pennies on the dollar. Yeah, totally different. So from Picara, that's when we went up to, uh, that was, was where the road the got the gnarly. Yeah. That was the end of the pavement for the most part. <laughs> yeah. That for any long stretches anyhow. Gnarly. There were times on some of that off-road shows like, dude, this is, I mean, you're just going for miles where you're just like standing up and just. Nothing but dust. Yeah, dude. And it's a Started work. hitting the water wow. crossings. Yeah. I like. Oh, that day would have been when we got stuck in the bus traffic. Yeah, at the end After of the day. Talapani. Yeah. <clears throat> Talapani. Talapani. I liked how we did that first <clears throat> suspension bridge that was parallel to a bridge bridge on the road. Yeah. So you could go over the suspension, circle back around over the bridge, do it again. It oh, yeah, the a, smaller one. Yeah, yeah. warm up. Yeah. And then we did that other one. It's almost like he planned that. I mean, it's a great plan. <laughs> but then we did that other one that was where the, it was wider and further up, but yet the crosswinds were stronger because it wasn't through the There was cross some serious crosswinds. Yeah, but, but that one, there was nowhere to go on the other side. You literally, it was a hairpin turn Barely around. even enough room to turn around. Yeah, like, yeah. you had to work at it. Yeah. But I felt, I felt like, personally, that was a great progression from the first one to the second one. For me, personally, before the trip even started, the suspension bridge was probably my mental, my biggest mental uh, obstacle. Okay. But... After we started doing some of those roads and traffic, I'm like, this bridge is nothing. Yeah, there's no buses <laughs> on the bridge. Yeah, this bridge is nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's just like, whatever. Yeah. So that would have been, where did we stay that night? I know the, we I remember what the place in, looked we like. We stayed in Calipani, I think. Yeah, well, I, get, I get Calipani and Talapani mixed up. Oh, it was Talapani. We stopped, we stopped in one of them for lunch. Okay, that was Talapani. Yeah, where where PJ had yeah, chicken chicken foot feet. Soup. Yeah, chicken foot stew. <laughs> <laughs> and then from we there, we had to go through that police checkpoint yep. where we had to give a photograph so oh, they know yeah, people there. are in there That's in that where area because you're so country. far off the beaten path. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so for yeah. those listening, we had a checkpoint where we had to give two ex- or one extra photo of our passport. And that's to leave, so they know who's in the territory. But then you also pick it up on the way back out. So they know that once you, you made it out, you made it out. Yeah. And that was when the road, that it, was the really, really like, okay, you're in the middle of nowhere. What, how crazy it to, is it to come up on a traffic jam on a road like that? Well, a bus jam. <laughs> yeah. And then all the people just and everywhere. The thing, it, wasn't, it wasn't even a bus jam. It's like the dude just parked the bus there so that all the passengers could go to the water. No, park. he got stopped no. because the guy in that Jeep was Man. a higher cast level of family and he wouldn't back off uh, 
And so the, the bus is like, we're bigger, you know, we're kind of in a bad spot. Can you let us through? And the guy's like, no, my family is more important than yours. You back up. Wow. So that big bus was just, I'm talking, we couldn't get bikes by left or right side until they moved to a little bit better spot. And then we, they let like five of us sneak by. And then they said that somebody kind of bumped the bus. And well, like, what happened it. was well, is they we, bribed we dug a rut. We okay. dug a rut where there was a, tr- a spot where we could make it through. On the left After side After we there. Ran, ran a rut through there, you know, class came through and it was just, you know, it was tight when it was, you know, when there wasn't a rut there. You know, and once yeah. there was a rut, it was just too much. And just to clarify, too, on the right side of the bus was like maybe eight inches of rocks with loose rocks, 2,000 foot drop to the river. And the bus is just teetering, driving back and forth teetering. like it's. With people crawling all over it, in and out of it. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> dude. <laughs> dude. <laughs> yeah, man. that was like, that was the reality check for sure. And then there's just a bunch of people looking at the waterfall. Like and right nothing before else that, when you get to on. that little bridge by the waterfall, there's like 40 million people there, and they won't get out of your way. You're like, honk, 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 honk. And they're like, yeah, we're looking at a waterfall. They're taking pictures. It's don't insane. Worry about it's us. like, is the horn not working? Yeah. They're, yeah, they're, I they're, they're taking pictures. Is it not in the right language? Yeah. Like, what, what And mind you, this isn't flat road either. Like, you're still having oh, to navigate. no. Navigate boulders the, bridge, the size the incline, of the, yeah, the, the, just the just the, the buses height. going over that bridge. That's if there crazy. wasn't a bunch of people there, you couldn't get me in one of those buses for anything. Oh god, there's no, no way. No. Well, then, like a day or two later, we see on the news that somewhere up there, a bus rolled off the edge and fell to the bottom. Up there, yeah, fourteen people died, twenty-two injured, something like that. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah. Oh man, that was gnarly. Yeah, that's so, yeah, when the group we got, got split up. Yeah, we got split up. And it was probably an hour or two delay, I guess. Yeah, and, then, and it was like the sun's going down. We're trying yeah, to get to the. Yeah, it was getting the, late. That's right. We did come into town before the dark. sun goes down. But then all of a sudden, absolutely beautiful fucking roads. Like when once we got through all that, remember it was like the sun was coming down and you're seeing the light shine across the tops oh, of the mountains. Oh yeah, yeah. And it was just beautiful asphalt all and the way into that start, town. The mountains were creeping up. Yeah. The snow caps. We were getting yeah. like into the valley where we could see them all. Yeah. yeah, it was really cool getting watching the mountains, the the big mountains grow and grow, knowing you were getting closer. Getting into them. That was yeah, rad. And the them. cooler temps, dude. I'm all about that altitude. Yeah. And and that was a cool spot that night. I like that place, yeah. Another big fire. No heat, no hot water. Oh, that oh. Was, yeah, that was a cool place. Fucking heavy-ass blankets. Beautiful bonfire. I love that place. We had that weird juice when we first got there. It was like yep, a citrus tea. tea. It was, a diff- yeah, it it was, was chicken tea, he called it. This really? shit was made, it was like chicken broth tea that had been fermented. Well, see, and I thought that it was brothy. Yeah, he's, it was but chicken it had the broth citrus that had been flavor. Yeah, it had a citrus twist. To it. Yeah, probably to knock the edge off the broth. Off the chicken. Uh, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Oh, I've man. had this taste in my mouth before. It's like lemon chicken, lemon pepper chicken tea. <laughs> Sauce, drink, tea. <laughs> that was a cool place, man. Like, you know, you're up in an area where... So it was, you know, it's kind of interesting because I don't feel like the solar water heaters work. And so there's, you know, the big buckets by the showers. I feel like a lot of the locals fill that bucket with water at some point in the day to let it get to whatever temperatures in the room because that'll be warmer than whatever's coming out of the shower, you know. To clean for the them to bathe in. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, just a whole different way of survival up there, you know. Yeah. 
And, and almost, that wasn't paved at all last time I came through. Oh, wow. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, that good stretch of road. Wow. That's all Because that was really nice. That's why it was nice, I guess. I mean, it's happened in the last just daily years. business here is even even in like Kathmandu and and when you get up into the villages, daily business is a means of survival. Yeah. Oh yeah, all day long is just what we're planning to survive the next twenty four hours, the next week, yeah, month. Yeah. Or just it's walking not, through Tamil. You know, we're looking at all the crafty shit. There's ladies carrying grass on their back. Or potatoes, lumber. Yeah. yeah or lumber. Yeah. There's a lot of people carrying lumber up in that town, Calopani. Yeah. Yeah, so we got off to another early start the next day. Yeah, we went up <laughs> on top of the mountain and walked. We, on the... we got PJ calmed down that night. Yeah. You know, well, here's the deal. I experienced this on my travels. There's, there's these waves, you know, like the anxiety kicks in. Shit's just not going your way. And, you, you know, you just have a moment. Sometimes yeah. they're worse than others, and then... You know, you come, you come down, and yeah. Yeah, it was good for him to vent. Oh, absolutely. Everybody got him calmed down. It, I mean, know, it, was, yeah, dude, it was good. <laughs> it was great, <laughs> actually. I was just trying not to laugh too dude, much. <laughs> when we were at the when we were at the checkpoint when he first went off, and that local comes across the street, is everything okay? Yeah. And he's like, somebody was like, because I have it on video, dude. Bobby rolls up, he goes, "You got phone out now," and I'm like, because I figured after that road, I go to Paul, I go. This is going to do Bobby in. Bobby rolls up, phone out now. And I'm like, what? And Bobby's smiling Dude. so big. And so I recorded it all. <laughs> and fucking that local comes over, and he's like, is everything okay? And somebody's like, it's a police station right there. And PJ's like, hey, I've been in jail before. How about you, tough guy? <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> but mind you, in, in a really strong New York accent, it's oh so fucking gosh. great, dude. Oh, that was like one of my favorite highlights. Yeah. You know. I'm not going to comment on the. It was great. The said accusations. It was so great. Yeah, he was just, you know. Yeah, he was letting just, us know how he yeah, felt. He was, well, they didn't know what good. they were in. They didn't really know that they were going to be off road at all. They didn't know what they were in for. I don't. Yeah, I don't know that I knew I was in for that. It was fun though. How we at least you knew we'd be off road. So I could, yeah, you couldn't be prepared I mean, I unless mean, you've done it before. Even when you know that you're going to be going off-road, th- those roads are just... That's not off-road. Those road. are fucked that's up just, off-road. Like that's that, just like, fucking like... That's like trails that are wide enough for a bus to go down. I mean, like there a, was times where your back tire hit a rock so big that it threw your, the back end of your bike t- two feet left or right. Yeah, but at the same point, there's a family of three... On a, on, a, on a 200cc going yep. down the same road. Yep. Well, know? like Buddy's what 64, 65. Daniel's Dude, what 72, 73. Daniel's 74. 74. Yeah. And he got hurt, but he got back on. Dude. Yeah. And finished the trip. That's yeah. That's cool. You know, Buddy hit the ground fucking 25 times in front of me, and then. Other times and as finish well. the trip. He, he didn't he, puss out once, said dude. He cracked a rib or something. He's got a cracked he, rib or something, but dude, he stuck with it, man. So it does. It is difficult. But it's, anybody listening to this podcast, I would assume, for the most part, if they've been on a motorcycle, they you got to know your your limits, I suppose. But the challenge, <laughs> I think, is just it makes the the trip that much yeah. more uh, fulfilling, fulfilling, rewarding, yeah. rewarding. It's so rewarding. I mean, each day it's just like, wow, I just fucking did that. Physically, mentally, 
That's huge, man. I'm always just like, I can't believe we all did this. Dude, you know? like, it's amazing. I'm fortunate enough where I've been riding roads like that quite a bit this last year. Yeah. And it's like, oh, my God, I'm so glad that I was able to make it through. But then to look at a group go down some yeah. shit like that and all of us come out on the other side, it's like. Such a spectrum of Every of evening, stuff. it's like. Well, how about Fuck, the day that yeah, we made that it. same day we've been just now talking about was the day that we had the choice to take either the easy route or the difficult. Oh, before route. we get there, we gotta talk about Yak Donalds because that's what I don't of my know that he wants us to. Oh, for who <laughs> doesn't? That's supposed to be a surprise. Oh, for we've already talked about it on the oh, show. Everybody before. put it up on social media. Oh, so yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Go ahead. Yak Donald's, dude. That was the best yak I've ever had. That's, dude, that the was best. the best yak burger I've ever had. It, what about just like the, just those those little towns, right? Yeah. You know, like the little walkways where we weren't riding. We weren't putting our bikes in there because there were so many of them. But there's just zipping around on the bikes through there. I Mule don't know, packs it's just going through. The, yeah, the donkeys yeah. rolling around. Yeah, dude. Just, I mean. You're it, in a different, it's just so foreign. You can come around a corner on pavement doing 50 kilometers an hour and you come to the road dropping off into dirt and rocks where there's goats in the middle of the road where you got to drop it or down. Or a tractor. Or a tractor or a bus or a cow. Or what about what are those fucking... Uh, it looks like, like a tiller. It looks like a tiller with a trailer. Yeah, 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 dude, those are badass. <laughs> Low gear all the way. All the way, dude. But then, and you know, you got to downshift. Times and they just pass us every yeah. time we stop. you got to go into low gear, negotiate whatever wildlife is in your path. Yeah. Man. Dude, one of those tillers went into a ditch, and I pulled over with the guys in the back, and we really? fucking helped them. Right we didn't pick it up and pull it out. They, they like, used, made a ramp and fucking fired it up and yeah. crawled it up out yeah, of the How the hell did they get that off in a ditch? There's no way they were going fast enough. Uh, I think the guy didn't Probably have enough to pass weight. somebody or something. No, no, it was, I think he just didn't have enough weight in his rear end. Uh, he was going up a hill, and oh, it was, he like. kind of chugged over? Yeah, and, you know, those yeah. roads are kind of slick. I bet he just kind of slipped and. Yeah, you know, was trying to stay to the side of the road, which was, you know, it was one of those ditches that's like a built ditch, you know? Yeah, like yeah. would not yeah. just a... Yeah, I know. I went in one. <laughs> oh, yeah, we glazed right <laughs> over your... That's right. Your, uh, no, we didn't, glaze, hey, we didn't glaze over it. My my elbow went right through the road on Dude, that one. Dude, I love the way Modi talked about it, remember? Where he was just like, you know, you can film for a little you, bit. You need to film short time, not long time. <laughs> yeah. He was like, but once you go past two minutes, yeah, they're going off the road. Thank goodness everybody had stickers to keep my phone together for the rest of the trip. <laughs> yeah, but it was so it was a switchback across a multiple switchback across a creek, but the one that got him across a creek crossing. Yeah, or a waterfall, whatever. a bridge, right? It, it was just real gradual. No, it wasn't a bridge. It was just a little uh, low ravine. water crossing. Oh yeah, one of those low just, water. It just spots. drifted, and it was it was fairly graceful but once the bike got into that that gutter you know the, the man built man-made gutter thing yeah you know yeah but it's good man it's quite a video that's right you did you know exactly what gutter that was the day after about. i crashed wasn't it? it was the it was day the after you day. crashed yeah. yeah we yeah. got him out of the way early yeah i think everybody went down at least once besides maybe bear casey didn't nice oh he didn't i thought he said he did that's good awesome. for him yeah that's exciting. I mean, man. Yeah. So Yak Donald's, and then uh, yeah, Bear gave so us the option. So that's where it was the option. Yeah. Yeah. And so, Buddy again, he's about sixty-four, I guess, and 
And these bikes don't sit very high, but even so, he was on his tippy toes. Yeah. Sitting still. And he got somehow... He was trying to. Ex- he was exchanging money. <coughs> yeah, and the, he didn't the, know that the group that was taking easy the easy group was leaving, and he comes back, and it's like, oh man. <laughs> and it was a difficult. It was super difficult. It was difficult. Oh, it was I'd so it was, good too. It was though. so beautiful though. Oh, like, that little pack of wild furry ass goats that we passed. Blue sheep, I think. Blue sheep is yeah. that what they were? I mean, just oh. the sheer scenery was the sa- the sales pitch, you know. Yeah. Like it was. That's what did it. So just being last... so out there, you know, where you're just like, yeah. it's like it, was, it was like one of those roads you see from the road. And you're like, oh, I would like to be riding down that. Like yeah. that was the road. Yeah, we were it on. literally it looked was. like the road to Duchamp Bay. I mean, we were out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. Just... And we were pretty well above the tree line at that point. Yeah. But like getting out of whatever, getting out of the town where Yak Donald's was like was literally going through. Under things. And yeah. The through width the, of the bike. Buildings mm-hmm. and. It was amazing. Yeah, that was, I mean, Buddy's first go-down was right, well, that day, that at day. that point. Yeah, yeah. It <clears throat> uh, was just a tight spot you where know, there was You know, that was the cool part is, like, to, you know, if whoever was in front of you, if you went, if they went down, you know, to pull over and help them and brush them off. Like, yeah, everybody was stepping going. up. Yeah, dude, it was that. awesome. A couple of switchbacks. That was I a beautiful I stalled pass, out though. in a river. I was Dang. trying to, like, you know. You took water. the high road, yeah, you do something a little cool, and then you got stuck. Just fucking stalled out. Had to stick my foot down in about a foot deep of water. <laughs> I don't think that bothered you. No. We were at almost 12,000 feet at that point, too, because that was yeah. right before we got into that town. Yeah, I don't right. to pronounce it. Muktanov. Muktanov. Yeah, yeah, that was a cool little place. Like, it's, I mean, obviously, they're building some new buildings, but, like, you know. It was a village, and then our hotel was like this beautiful. It was pretty much hotel. the end of the road. Yeah, no, that's it. Yeah, it was as far I think as you from get there. Up you got to go by, uh, you know, foot. There's no. I mean, I think you probably could take a motorcycle down the trails. Some of the trails, but there's hikers. They're hiking hiker trails, so like, yeah, you they know. need some like <clears throat> KTM 450 trails going out of there. They go I, up higher. I bet there are. That would be amazing. I mean, Graham Jarvis is out here doing something, so. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure they're there. That would be cool. But yeah, we made it to Muktanov. It was a great meal that night. It was uh, Korean barbecue. Open That's fire. right. That was good. Yeah. Oh, Brian did a hell of a job whipping that up for us. Nice. Yeah, that was fun. And if and for a couple extra bucks, you can have a space heater in your room. Yeah. That'll knock the chill off by a degree and a half, two degrees. So we. Uh, Bobby and Paul and I were at this cafe having tea, and there was this the Swiss girl, mountain bike girl that was had come back down, and she had this huge plate of like egg fried rice. And of course, Bobby had to order a plate of that. And uh, I saw something that I thought my wife would like. I'm not gonna say what it is because it's a surprise. But I asked the one waiter if we could buy it. I don't think he quite understood in the beginning, but finally. He's like, I have to ask. There's about three things hanging on the wall in this cafe, period. There's nothing on the walls. Really? That's kind of abnormal. (laughs) But there was one pretty cool piece. Yeah. And so he finally comes out of the kitchen. It's very expensive. And, of course, I'm like, okay, well, typically when my wife and I play this game, like my idea of expensive and hers are way different. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, I ended up with it thanks to Bobby. He, he, He offered 
and it wasn't expensive. It was to them. Yeah, yeah. But it's a beautiful piece, so that was fun. It's always, because it, there's no, there was nothing like it in any of the stores. That's yeah. what's cool. Yeah, I, apparently I, it was from Tibet, I think the guy said. So I found one really cool piece, and I think it came out of my vest, but it was a, a leather working tool. Oh, wow. Mm. You know, it's yeah. really, really cool. And, it, and I think it was, you know those yak tails on the sticks? Yeah. It was to sew the yak tails to the sticks. Wow. And I was like. You and you know, lost it? I don't, I don't think it made it. it. Yeah, I think uh, it fell out of my vest pocket. Yeah, because I didn't put it in the truck. It was that when we got the popcorn. Yeah. When you, or when you lost the apples. I lost a bag of apple chips. And Marpa. <laughs> Paul was trying to catch them and eat them. Marpa, what, that was I a cool stop right there. That was there. a great stop. That little, far, like, apple farming Riding village. Riding through that town. With the temple. Th- that was, yeah, the Buddhist temple, monastery. That was pretty cool. Yeah, and that was kind of like in the High Plains area. I could go for yeah. some of those apple chips right now. Oh, it, was, it was really man. cool how the villages had all those. They put out their bread to, go, to make croutons to dry in the, in the sun. The apple chips. The, um, uh, you had apricots. Apricots, yeah. Yeah, and being able to go up to that temple and look down at all the roofs and yeah, see how everybody was doing it a little bit differently, yep. but pretty close to the same. Dude, I mean, it's just amazing. Every day is just a survival grind. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I wonder, like, are, are they tenants? Do they own those? Are they paying rent? Are they paying taxes? Is it I know, community? right? Like how? I bet it's been passed down for so yeah, many generations. Yeah, that's just yours. Yeah. Maintain it. And then you I mean, think if you just up. went up to one of those high-elevation villages and, like, with, like, 20 grand and just... Buy what if you what if you just started squatting at one of those places and yeah. started like redoing one of the yeah. dilapidated Dude, were, places? We walked up to that uh, that temple, the guru, the guru temple, temple, that golden guru temple. I mean, it's like a fifty foot guru statue, and there were clearly the beginnings of little huts that people had started and bailed on. You know? Yeah. And I'm talking no bigger than like you know. 10 by 15. Yeah, typical living room size. Yeah, yeah, with a beam across it. And you could totally pick up on that and keep moving, you know. Yeah, I wonder how that on. works. I don't know. Put a, Build a fireplace, you know. Because I'm sure that there have been Westerners that have done exactly that. Got oh, to Marpa, sure. maybe ran out of coin, and were like... I'm going to stay here. Or yeah, I'm just going to stay here. They got fucking... I'll help them do the apple thing. Yeah, dude. But you didn't really see any... Westerners that like owned any shops, you know, like in other places you go to, you'll see like a, you know, a guy from California moved here and he put in a coffee shop. You know, like all over Colombia, Ecuador, yeah. Mexico. There's, yep. you know, I don't, I don't I know that I've noticed any of that. Yeah, here. And I don't even know. I would want to. I would want to come out, and come up and help contribute. I wouldn't want to take away from any. Not that these other people in these other countries are doing that, but I would want to come up and. Uh, not to get too far ahead, but like the farm place we stayed at the night before. Yeah. I would just want to help contribute for my, my room and board. Which is interesting. I'm just now noticing that, that there is no Western business owners yeah. that I've seen. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm sure that there are, but, yeah, you know. Maybe in a place with this much tourism, you would think. Maybe more so in Picard. Or maybe or Bears just steered us, you know. In yeah. the more local direction where we didn't see any of that because of maybe his huh? lead. 
It's a, there might be a little bit in Pokhara. Like, there was a Dunkin' Donuts. Really? Yeah. How yeah. did I miss that? No, Baskin Robbins. I'm sorry. Baskin oh. Robbins. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, man, I missed it. There was the North Face store. You know, there's a little bit of the... There's, there was, like, a legitimate North Face Yeah, but Face those store. are just... Th- that could be a local that owns that franchise. Could be. You know? Could be. You're right. Yeah. So, Muktanov, uh, the dude, that temple is just insane. And they just had a big unveiling of the... They finished the Buddha statue with a bunch of places to stand and walk and guardrails and stairs. Um, and did that? I did that cold water bath that next morning. Yeah. Oh my gosh. How many people went with you so, that morning? Me and Bear. Yeah. Okay. That's so what we thought. him and I were up at the Lord, uh, the uh, the Guru Temple, which was a little bit higher elevation, but we were watching you guys walk up to that. Yeah. We were two hundred foot above where the hotel was. Okay. And we just hiked up to that one, just the two of us. It was pretty cool. But we saw Sunrise. Saw you two hiking up to that other one. Dude, that was so cold. Right. I wore these sandals. My feet were fucking frozen by the time I got to the top. Oh my gosh. And that water. What a trip. I mean it's glacier melt, you know? Like Exactly. It's just just not frozen anymore. Yeah. I can't put it into words. How no, you can, that place was special. It was <laughs> that whole town. You know, there, there's everybody else was doing the same thing. You know, they were coming up there early in the morning. Yeah. When we went up that evening, there wasn't anybody doing that, which I thought was strange. I was like, well, maybe that's not something that is done very often, right? But we're going to come and do it in the next morning. Well, the next yeah. morning when it was cold, that's when everybody else was doing it as well, running through those. I think it was 82 is it 82 83 of those uh geisha heads pouring water out run through all those wow. jump in one pond or pool and then jump in the other i think i was the only one screaming everybody else seemed to take it fairly well <laughs> I, was, I was yelping dude trying to catch my breath it was when we walked up to the guru temple it was really peaceful up there. The sun was coming up and starting to cast on the mountains across the way. And How is that, watching that sun come up That's and just amazing. hit the snow? Illuminating the mountains. It's amazing. The, and that snow just, like, really reflects it so well that yeah. it's, like, such a drastic change yeah. when it finally, you know, it's, the sun's not hitting it, and then, bam, it does. It's yeah. like, bling. And then the sunset as well, just the... The spectrum colors. of colors, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was a chilly ride that morning. Yep, it was. We had we lost, a couple bikes went down. Or not went down. I think Casey had an oil leak issue. Casey blew an oil line, and then class decided to hit all the boulders on the side of the road. <laughs> he deflected most of them until he got one that just didn't move, and then. Uh, what else? Something else happened after I that. I feel like I, I just the tone of our energy, it feels like we're so much more exhausted from the podcast we did before the ride. <laughs> I keep reflecting the tones of our voices to the Sweaty Balls Christmas SNL skit where we're just like, yeah, well, it was, you know, I'll, those are nice Sweaty Balls, you know? Like, <laughs> just the tone of our voice. Like, dude, I was kicked my butt physically. I was tired every night. Yeah. 
and I haven't caught up yet. Well, what I loved about that day, I did that cold shower that morning, right? Right. And that was a big day of riding where we were going. We basically did a day and a half. What took us a day and a half coming up, we did it a day going down. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And we had to, you know, and we at the end of it. the day, the last thing we had to do is go through that fucking washout waterfall oh, fucking bus, jam. bus jam. So the whole time you're just like, what's it going to be like? Like, are we going to mm-hmm. get down there at dark? You know, like it's, right. a, it's, it's a long way to go. There's so many things that can happen in between now and then. Uh, but we, you know, pretty much smooth sailing. We all got there it before the sun bad, went no. down. No. I felt like going down. I liked that day. That was a fun I loved day. it. We were, I wouldn't say <clears throat> we were intimidated, but we were like, man, this is a lot of riding, and it could be a complete mess with a traffic jam and all that waterfall stuff. And it was just, it was a good day, man. Yeah. It was challenging. It was technical. It was technical. But it was, you know, we had a lot of good laughs and stopped and a lot of good overlooks and People were really getting into their groove at that point too, with uh, yep. just becoming better. Level right? was yeah, up, confidence I was yeah per rider. Sure. And, and yeah, I think at that point we too. knew what was coming too. Even though we it was challenging, we knew. Yeah. You know, before that it was like, like what, what does lie ahead? Right. You know, yeah. and then going from that cold water bath that morning, and then dipping in the hot springs. That evening was so great. And that hot springs was, it was just. It was wonderful. It was so good. I liked it. It was so good. I felt like a zoo animal on being spectated because a lot of the people, locals, were looking down over the fences. Oh, do you get that everywhere? Well, no. No, I do. Yeah. yeah, but that was a little more special there just because we paid to go in and then just like the entire fence line was surrounded with locals and stuff. But yeah. But it, that was wonderful. That was a nice soak. Yeah, and to do it with them, too. You know, they were yeah. all enjoying it. Yeah. That was a cool spot. Yeah, for sure. It nice was. Nice and hot. And I like that little town, dude. I really do like that yeah. little spot. That was, I do, too. That was rad. The view through the valley, the snow peak. Where we mounds. had coffee. Yeah, looking at from the that second story. Yeah. At the uh, old oh, Kamala. looking back up the valley with I don't remember the name of the mountain, but yeah, yeah, that mountain, that big snow capped mountain, like Nilgiri Nil- or something like that. Yeah, Nilgiri, mm-hmm. yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. That was really cool. And then uh, the next day was just a jam back down to Pokhara. Pokhara again. Yeah. We got a day off. We did have a day off, like a day and a half. Yeah, yeah, dude. Well, we got. The, we ended up getting there a little later than remember. Right. And we thought, what happened? What slowed us down that day? What did we do? I had a flat tire. That slowed us down by probably an was hour. That, that was on the way there. Yeah. I thought that was after, but maybe not. No, because from Pecora we then went to the farmhouse, and then from the farmhouse. Here. Was yeah. Okay. Back to here. Right. Right. Um. I think there was just a couple breakdowns. Maybe somebody got lost or something. I don't remember. Oh yeah, well, that would have been the second, the second to the last day we lost a couple class and yeah. Flint got sidetracked. But um, I don't know. But we did end up getting. Maybe we just stayed a few places too long. A little more sightseeing. Yeah. Oh, that was the late. Le- we left late that day too. I think didn't we? Ten thirty. Yeah, yeah, it was a really late morning departure. Yeah. Pecora yeah, was cool, though. Yeah, we Pecora, got to really enjoy it. Say it. Yeah, yeah, good food. It was cool. The lake's beautiful. We, uh, 
Darren and I and Bobby in class and PJ uh, rented a paddle boat. So it's 2,000 rupee, which is about 15 bucks, yep. for two hours on this paddle boat, and you get a driver or a paddler. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. between the five of us is 15 bucks, and you just chill. Class paddled almost because there's With two the spots. I mean, the guy, was, the guy had to be 65 years old. The local yeah. dude was just, and the boat weighed a metric ton as it was, and then you put us five on there. Yeah, big heavy metal what steel about, boat. What about that road coming down into Pecora? Where we're like riding yeah. that ridge line, yeah, you can yeah. see the river turn into the lake, and then the town, go the past city, all the uh, and then parasailer guys or whatever. Yeah, and then it yeah. just starts cutting down. You just <laughs> like, you can just see through the trees so it's far. It's beautiful out. there. We spent two hours on the lake, and the paragliders were just in droves man really you would you would see them and then they would come in and get bigger and bigger and land and then you look up and there's like 20 more they just kept coming dude it was oh, cool that's so awesome yeah and bobby and i went up to the lord shiva uh, uh monument up there yeah that was an intense hike but the taxi drive dropped you off at 1500 feet above where Pakara is and did you yeah. know you were gonna have to hike or did no, you say hey take us up there and he yes. was like Take this is as close as you get. That's it. And so at that point, I'm like, and it was literally 500 feet straight up, like steps, dirt. Stairs the whole time? or Some-ish, some dirt. Kind of like the roads? Dude, sweating my ass <laughs> off. And I had to take Ish. some breaks, but it was well worth it. Really? But I bought a, we stopped, like, literally 50 feet into the hike up, there's this, this girl selling water and gum and candy. I bought a bottle of water and like an entire tub of candy. Just to open the top and poured it <laughs> in my backpack. She was laughing. And then on the, way, on, the, on the way back down, her whole family was there and I pulled some out and gave it, gave it back to the family. To the <laughs> you didn't ask her for more at that no, point? No, but it was like, it was a hike. It was, but it was worth it. It was amazing. Had the big. And that, you could see that from the hotel, right? Dude, you yeah. could see it from like, you could like, if it were on that mountaintop right there, you could see it from there. It was, it was insane. It was beautiful. Well worth it. Um, and then that Moondance restaurant, we ate there a couple times. It was oh, really good. man. Really dude. good food. Yeah, I had steak one night. Um, um, I had uh, carbonara one night, and then I think Paul had it again. Everything they had was good. Yeah, the pizza, the it's a cool shrimp. Town. Dude, the shrimp. Did you guys dude, try the shrimp? shrimp? Was good. shrimp was real good. That was so good. The bruschetta was good. Yep. The uh, hummus platter. Oh, yeah. God, I'm so hungry right now. I know. Dude. Like, what time is it? I'm, I'm just, It's time to eat. We're going to go get some lunch, Fast dude. Noon. It is. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. We had an early morning. I know. We did have an early morning. So from there, right, Pokahar, we spent a day off. It was beautiful. Dude, so great. And, Bikes uh, got tuned up. Got I got a rub down. Did you guys get a massage? I did not. I wanted to. I just never did. Oh, man. Yeah, we ran out of time. Bikes <clears> got <throat> dialed in. Yeah, they had a couple things loose. to fix. Yep. Now, wait a second. That day, going back to Pokhara, that's when I had that fucking head on with that bike. Oh, okay. And oh, coming was, into Pokhara, yeah. You know, it was outside of Calapani. No, it was the day we had, the big day. It was the day we it, came into. It was the big day. The big, the long ride. The long ride down, because my oh. main goal was like I wanted to, I wanted to make sure PJ got to that fucking chicken, 
chicken foot spot, you know, not as riled up as he was last time. So. Right, right, right. And I was taking it easy, you know, just fucking hanging. Because that, dude, I get excited in the frame, dirt. That was the day Victor's frame broke. Yeah, yeah. I get excited in the dirt, dude, just just go. But yeah. I, you know, I t- toned it down. And and then uh, we got in a little traffic jam. Fucking PJ got out front and took off. And I'm like, I'm going to go. I'm going to chase him down, you know, ride his tail and get at 6 o'clock and Dude, just took a turn too far to the right. I mean, way out of my lane, you know. But what I could see, which I didn't see everything at all, there was a fucking two guys on a bike. And I'm coming in hot. I lock it up. I slide. You know, I lay the bike down and kind of, like, push it off to the to the mountain right there. You know, there's a cliff right there, river on the left side, and just smash, dude. Uh Broke the, the case or the cover on the bike, the, the exhaust. When I pick it up, it's just <clears throat> dumping all the oil out. Bobby comes up immediately and grab or Bobby comes up immediately, but one of the guys on the bike uh, that I hit grabbed the keys out of my bike, and Bobby just immediately grabbed his hand. At that point, Krasheed shows up, and there was just two guys on this bike, and I swear within 15 seconds there was 10 Nepali. People just screaming and yelling. One of the guys in the back just kept going, you are so, we are so lucky right now. He started talking about my horoscope and was just like, wanted me to know how lucky we were that nobody got hurt. And I'm like, I know, you know. like I, I know. I know. We are so lucky. I don't even, you know, I don't know what to say. The whole time Bobby's got this guy's arm twisted. Krasheed's yelling at him. I didn't know what he was saying at that point, but. He was riled up, and I'm thinking, we're fixing the fight. Like, as soon as Krasheed throws a punch, it's on, and Bobby's, Bobby's ready to go. You know, he's kind of like, he's waiting on the, the sign. Class is coming up. Brian's coming up. And they're, they've doubled again. Now it seems like there's the 20 of them, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and finally, he let go of the key. We got the key back. Krasheed uh, sent us, like, got us to push the bikes out of the way and sent us off on the bikes that work and, you know, and took care of whatever happened. And I'm talking to Krasheed the next night, and he was like, oh, I was telling them that these big these big Americans are going to fucking start throwing you guys in the river if you don't give this the keys back, you know, which is <laughs> exactly what like we were 2, thinking. And the river was like 2,000 feet down. Uh, no, it wasn't that far okay. right there. It was pretty – we were going to start throwing them in, regardless yeah. of how deep it was. Yeah. Uh, but it was just funny that he was thinking that as it was happening and saying that to him. That's when Modi – Modi, right, the older one? Yeah. Modi's like, we're waiting on the Danger Don. Danger Don. <laughs> the Danger Don. Danger Don. Uh, I think the Danger was, Don got into a fight. He was so excited that I, I got in an accident but didn't get hurt. You know, he was just like. He's he, fucking cool. Dude, he's great. He's yeah, all right, yeah. man. I mean, the whole crew. Rashid is, the, the whole bunch of them. Yeah, man, dude, they're, they're awesome. so good. They're such. I, everybody, every Nepalese person I came in contact with was just smiling. Yeah, they. That's one of the biggest takeaways of this uh, whole trip for me is that those people have less than anybody I've ever met, the whole bunch of them, every person you met here. And they are so much happier than people are back home. They're yeah. so incredibly happy. Great they work so hard every yes, day for what man, they have Smiling that night. and just the sweetest people, man. Yeah. And the most sincere <laughs> smiles. Yeah, dude. Like, they're sm- like every time they smile, it's like they're... They're almost on the verge of laughing. Like yeah. just like this joy yeah. that comes Very through pure. that smile. Very yeah. pure. Yeah. 
It's amazing. It's almost uncomforting sometimes. Like, oh my word, you know? I get a, lot, a nervous. A lot to going. be learned from it for sure. Yeah. yeah. There's no lie. But I was glad that that went as well as it did. It, it was. It kind of. It really checked me good without really hurting me or anybody else. Sure. Which I'm so. I mean, that's what's crazy. You know, blasting through those towns in that day. We were doing upwards of 120 kilometers on the four lane, and I there were multiple times where were there lanes? Any, anyone? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, there, yeah, was, there like, was lines. A well, there was a divider. You were not the looking at lane. them. That's how you survived, is you were not looking yeah. at the well, lines. Nobody else was paying attention to them. <laughs> no. But I mean, there were multiple times where a person would walk out from the front of a bus, and I would see one of our crew have to lock it up. I mean, yeah, Flint I locked it up, it up hard once when some lady just popped out from behind yeah. a bus. I mean, he locked up both ends and just as fuck, holy you know? shit. And I mean, <clears> I'm, think, I'm thankful that. Nobody on the ride was hurt worse than they were, and uh, none of the locals do, you know, considering just the dynamics of riding here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not like back home. Not at all. And that, uh, that, uh, the, the, the ride to the farm. Yeah. That was good. We had a that little was a couple. fun day. Yeah. Yeah. It was a little a easier f- ride in the second and half. It, you know, you, to, to take, because Bear was pitching the whole time about that being his favorite spot and maybe his favorite meal. So you, you start growing this idea in your head visually of what it's going to be like. It was beautiful. It was so beautiful. I mean, it was, I told him, I said, this is probably one of the, the most beautiful spots I've ever been to in my, my life. And the meal was amazing. Mashed potatoes, gravy. He didn't oversell it at all. I was still impressed, even after he said it how was so good. impressive it like was. Like, that place is amazing. Just right there in the trees on a mountaintop. On the side. Farm to table. It was like on a side. We Everything weren't even at the we top, ate, you know? Yeah. It was still uphill from there. Everything we ate, they either grew or raised. Yeah. When you notice it coming into that area, you start seeing, that's when we saw all the bananas. You know, and right. then you start seeing more and more fruit and vegetables. And the architecture changed, too, right there, if you didn't notice. The architecture yeah. was markedly different. Yeah. It was a lot different. Those um, bananas were just golden, man. Dude, they were so And right good. there on that same hill was that palace. The, the first, uh, the first, the first king, king in Nepal. of Nepal mm-hmm. had his palace right there four or 500 years ago. 500, I guess. So yeah. wild, those fucking... <laughs> The, the carvings, carvings. yeah. The com- it was the Kama Sutra. He was the Kama Sutra guy. Yeah. yeah. So, real quick, back in the second visit of Pakara, I woke in the night to what I thought was the neighboring room getting busy. Yeah. Like my headboard and my whole bed was shaking. I realized that there's no bed. There's no room next to us. It was a stairwell. I guess there was an earthquake Elevator that shaft. night. Yeah. There Sorry. Was an earthquake that. Yeah. Night. There was an earthquake that night, dude. Then that. My bed shaking woke me up. I was like, "That's wild." It was super wild. I slept right through it. It's crazy. Yep. Crazy. Um, but the did you guys did you guys watch the uh, the documentary mm-hmm. about the I earthquake did. of yeah, Nepal? Yeah. So that Lang Tang Valley, yeah, was that area we were where the farm was at, which I yeah. thought was pretty, pretty, yeah. pretty, pretty, pretty rad. It's really cool that they restored that place and. Yeah. It's special. Hopefully they'll get that temple restored as well. Yep. 
there was a, uh, a safe at the farmhouse that was gifted to the minister of Nepal that lived there by the king of India. Really? Mm -hmm, from Calcutta. Wow. It's an old vault. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah, I wonder what other kinds of people stay there. You oh, know, man. like, like the, the people of Nepal, like, you know, because I'm sure that most people in Nepal don't get to go stay at that farmhouse, sure. you know, like. Yeah, well, there were some trekkers that didn't like our language. Well, the, we had that, I'm sure, in many places. No, I got chewed out the minute we sat down. Oh, you did? Yeah, some lady came over and chewed us. And by us, I'm sure it was me because it was like me and Daniel who even if he was cur cursing, he doesn't speak loud enough for you to, for anybody really to hear it all outside of your table. It's like me and him and Rhett and maybe the two brothers. And I just came in and I was telling a story or something. She's like, sorry, we don't want to listen to your language. And I'm like, I'll just wait until Dan shows up. Dan and <laughs> Bobby and PJ and Darren get here. That's right, because you got there first. Yeah. Yeah, Darren was corner marking way back, I think. Yeah, yeah. then you I was running tail gunner. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I guess they had to send the, the crew after Flint. <laughs> Cla the class met us. Dude, that was the night he started in on the. <laughs> Flint or class? Flint, where he's like, yeah, I swear. I swear my dog was a botanist in a previous life. And I'm like, what, dude? He's like, yeah, man, my dog just stares at flowers. Just, just walks up to a plant and just stares just at stared it. Stared at a plant, and it's like, I think he's, I think he's studying it. Man. Imagine what kind of plants you got around your house, Flint. I know what kind of plants we had around that farm. Oh, man. That place was beautiful. The people were beautiful. Yeah, that was a fun night. Yeah, they were, man. Just... And I mean, just food was amazing. So and those good. rooms, dude. Dude, I busted my head. Yeah, I did some. Buddy busted his head. My buddy had a cut on his head. Yeah, you, your head looked clean. Yeah, I hit it, but it, I didn't hit it hard. But like, it's crazy, man. Like, I've been in a lot of castles in Europe and stuff. And I mean, and then seeing the farmhouse. I mean, the size the size of people were different. Yeah, absolutely. What about all the bathrooms everywhere? No shower doors. Sometimes there was walls. Sometimes it's just the shower That's in cool, the bathroom. Dude. Which makes a ton of sense. You know? Does it, though? Well, I mean, I mean it's just weird because you got water everywhere then. You know, you like the whole bathroom everywhere. floor is like the one that night, the night in the farmhouse, water got in. That's why there's the, slippers on every bathroom. Yeah, it's just but like, I mean, it's just, I don't know, man. It's just, it works, I guess. But it just keeps everything clean. It's all wet, but. Yeah. Yeah, that one in Calipani, the coldest night, I was like, walked in there and everything was soaking wet. Yeah, dude. I about slipped off the toilet as soon as I sat <laughs> on it. <laughs> oh, man. That was a cold shower. Yeah. That farmhouse is special, though, man. Like, yeah. the people just really... I did some video for our food, art, and travel page in the kitchen. I just love those little places where everybody just comes together to make one common goal, you know? That's cool. Yeah. They had those tents set up. Dude, then we thought there was a pig. Yeah, oh, making there's noises. A pig down there. That was a dog. No. With like a. Yes, it was, dude. It no, was. Yes, it was. yes, it was a dog, dude. Did you say a big dog or a pig, pig dog? Pig dog. <laughs> no, it had like a throat situation. 
Did yeah, I have a pig in his throat? Because <laughs> I heard dude, a pig. Dude, I, it hey, had a throat hey, situation, dude. dude. Trust Define me, it was not situation. a pig, dude. Like it swallowed a bone at some point in its life. Oh, Jesus. Huh. It was definitely a dog and not a pig. I just figured that was the next night's meal or something. That's what I thought, too. So finally... After, you know, I'd smoked enough hash with everybody, I took him down on a walk. We were going to go find the pig. And uh, we get down there. We didn't see nothing. And Modi sits us down on the grass. So now we're like three levels down just sitting on the grass. And, and all of a sudden I see something run by, and I'm like, oh, shit, the pig is out. You know, the like, pig is out. The pig is out. <laughs> and then we're, so now we're like all looking at the stairwell. We got our fucking phones out using the flashlights. And we hear the pig making noises. And it's coming closer to us. And then it was one of the workers, like, with the dog leash in his hand. With the throat situation. <laughs> with the throat situation. He's just yakking on a bone. Dude, <laughs> it was crazy. I was like, oh, my gosh, it's not a pig. It's, it's not a dog, a pig. dude. Could have fooled me. Oh, it fooled all of us. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. Yeah, I thought the pig was Are you was guys loose. itching to be on a bike again? I love riding. Like, I, I'm... I'm not excited that it's over. Yeah, no. I know. I, I, it, yeah, that was a. F- makes me want to go home and get two more bikes. Adventure bikes, you know. Yeah. Dual purpose bikes. So do you have one right now? Mm-mm. Oh, you're gonna get one. I am. You're gonna get one. I've had plans, but this just solidified it. Oh, this I it did it for me too. It did it for me two years ago. She knows, but. It's my favorite kind of riding. Oh my gosh! It's oh, so just because you can fun. do any, you can anything. You just no like limits. there's a trail. Where's it go? You know? Yeah, yeah. It changes the way you'll travel too. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I'm looking forward to riding some of those BDRs back home. Right. But that's the farm we came back to Kathmandu. Yeah. Fucking traffic. I thought we were going to stop but even further outside traffic, of town. I did, too. We got deeper into town than I thought. But that was a beautiful ride oh, coming up yeah. over that mountain. Oh, And then yeah. coming back down into Kathmandu. With the farmlands all below yeah. us, all the all terraces. The terraces. Just, yeah. I mean, we were up pretty high, too. Hundreds of thousands of years old are those terraces. That was I beautiful. Mean, that was a great ride. Yeah, can you yeah. imagine working a farm that you're a grandfather, you know, seven, eight, ten generations prior built all the terraces and you're still reaping the benefits of his hard work yeah that's you know I mean? just walking those terraces like five yeah. times a day you know yeah the trip yeah, yeah and then it was back to reality man we got in a cat man do traffic and a couple people were like oh let's go all the way back to the hotel and i'm thinking we left at like 7 a.m probably that yeah. morning when traffic hadn't gotten totally crazy and it was, it was still totally crazy, crazy. Yeah, but the it wasn't as arrived. bad as what we walked into last night. No, but when we got back in into was town, totally it was crazy. like, oh, yeah, no, I'm glad we're stopping. I'll yeah. get on a bus. I loved it. I Fuck would want to do it. Yeah, it was totally crazy. <clears throat> yeah, fucking six, seven lanes wide. And just like that, we got off the bikes and got on a van. Got in a we didn't van. even know that was the place to It was just like, we're like, he's like, yeah, we'll be in a big open lot. And it was like lot. just a little portion of a sidewalk. Yeah, it yeah. was a lot in like, right. do. It is a Get lot. Get in the van. Yeah. Like, oh, that's it? Yeah. It was yeah, it was pretty abrupt. Just and it was just like that, and everybody made it. Yeah, everybody made it. It was just like, wow. Everybody, you know, you took the prayer flags off your handlebars, and it's just like, 
I can't believe like the 10 days have passed. I went and looked, I went back and looked at the first photo you and I took at that, the first monastery, the very first stop of the trip. We'd been on the bikes for what, an hour? Right, right. 45 minutes? You guys are waiting on us. And dude, we're just beaming so happy. The biggest <laughs> smiles you can ever imagine. <laughs> And then you look at the picture of the six or seven of us in the bus in the yesterday van. afternoon. <laughs> Dude, we totally look like a prison transport bus. Oh, like, man. I was yeah, smiling. Just like, dude, we're fucking worked out. Oh, man. It's definitely a workout. Exhausting. Yeah. So much fun. So much fun. And then at 5 o'clock. That was yeah. early. That was early. I thought I would take a nap today, but I didn't. I want to keep going. Oh, man, I wonder if he's yeah, got the coffee yeah. now. I'm going to stay. Um, yeah, I'm going to do the helicopter ride tomorrow, so get in there closer and more intimate with the elevation. and Yeah. And uh, Mount Everest. That's high, dude. 21. It is. 21,000. Right? Super high. I hit three, maybe four 15,000-foot passes. Really? The last few months. Wow. And... Uh, yeah, it's high. You I know, feel right? it. You feel it. You can uh, feel it. Luckily, I had coca leaves that I started using, but the first couple ones, I didn't even, you know, you would, uh, it would only be a couple hours. You'd go from 6,000 foot and then be up at 15, you know, and get stop at the top, and it's like I, I was out of breath, but I wasn't putting it all together. You know, right. like, it just. So what do the coca leaves do for you aside from the obvious? Well, it just, like, expands your blood vessels. Oh, really? It lets the blood flow better, you know. Uh, it kind of calms the nerves. The anxiety's gone. Just the, the. if you're out of breath, you're not really aware of it. You know, like it's just, just wow. I mean, they that's what they all do over there. I mean, hmm. I mean everybody. Mm-hmm. Once you get above 10,000 foot, there's bags of coca leaves everywhere you stop. I mean, every size. Wow. You'll just see these old ladies in the most colorful gear sitting on the steps on the side of the road, just feeding leaves into their mouth. Really? Yeah, it's wild. Okay. <clears throat> but it do, it definitely, you know, you don't get high off of it. Uh, you, you get like a, like if you put some Novocaine in your mouth, you get a little bit of a numb feeling. But it's just a, you know, yeah. you got to really be paying attention, I think, to notice the effects of yeah. it. Yeah, right. But they're... It'll be an interesting experience. I'm super stoked to be at that. I mean, it'll be the highest spot on earth. And surely they have something here that the locals do, the Sherpas, that, you know, there's... Yeah. I'm sure there's some kind of remedy or something they do to alleviate. I didn't know the Indies were that high. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I think the highest... Oh, I'm not going to guess, but I th- I, th- I want to say it was tw- there's one peak that's 24,000 in wow. between uh, Santiago and oh, Mendoza. Oh, the volca- volcano? I don't know if it's a volcano. There's just one, the highest peak in the in South America I rode. Actually, I didn't ride by. I was in a truck, a Hilux with the bike wow. in the back. But, uh. The high went over the highest motorable road, which is like fifteen five. Gotcha. And there's just signs with fucking stickers. Like you 
can't you can't see what the signs say anymore. I mean, it's stickers. Yeah. The whole wow. everything's got stickers on. Right. The old signs are laying down on the ground, covered stickers. with stickers that are like sun baked. That's cool. Yeah, when I got there, dude, it, the wind was howling. I was having a, a PJ moment. I was not. I was like, <laughs> just not stoked. And uh, I'm like, I, I didn't think even, that's a great sticker. I didn't the, even pull a PJ out. moment. <laughs> I didn't even pull out a sticker. Or how about you, tough guy? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, huh. I go to leave, and my bike wouldn't start. I was like, oh, of course. Of right. course, this is where it happens. There's nobody anywhere. And then, uh, and then it fired up, and my whole day changed. It was, like, amazing. Yeah. Started seeing people. It just, you know, wow. started getting great. But, yeah, that'll be interesting to hear. Yeah, I'm excited for it. How that helicopter ride I, I is. hope you can go, Paul. Yeah, I haven't checked my phone. I turned my phone off. Hopefully he got a second flight. Well, uh, any parting statements, anything you want to leave the people with that are, that are curious about going on a, a motorcycle expedition with Motorcycle Sherpa? I just, re- regardless of the, I mean, relative to the Sherpa, but relative to life, I would rather go to my grave knowing I did it and it didn't work out than wondering if it would have worked out. That's with anything. Like, yeah. Just fucking go do it. Go live. Yeah. Like, don't, even if you feel like I, you didn't research it enough or whatever, just go do it and just adapt and overcome each day, man. But definitely, the this motorcycle Sherpa is fun, man. It's It was such a challenge for me mentally and physically. Made new friends and just saw things that I've never seen ever before, you know. Mm-hmm. And got to spend some really cool times with friends I do already have. So, yeah. What I'll say for motorcycle Sherpa is the amount of effort he puts in with not just logistically getting your gear from stop to stop, from uh, making sure you have a warm place to sleep every night. The the route is pretty amazing because you get a taste of everything. You know, you get to float past crocodiles you get to you know dip your feet in uh you know religious pool of whatever sort i mean it's just he goes the extra and i you know i keep saying he it's not just he his whole crew yeah like that whole crew is just from top to bottom they're amazing yeah they're so happy man they're always smiling they're so happy to be around you just cool guys man um, I mean, what you get for the price, the sheer dynamics of this trip is well worth it. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> absolutely. Yeah. But then, you know, just like what Darren said, you know, if you got a chance to go somewhere and do something you've never done before, go do it. Will I come back and do this exact trip again? No, I won't. Would I come back and do his trip in India or Mongolia? Yeah. Um, but I'll also mix it up, you know do solo to Alaska, you know, to Prudhoe Bay or something maybe. But, yeah, just take the trip. Yeah, like We get so caught up on motorcycle shows and, you know, just to back up and remember why I'm here. You know, Darren's part of the motorcycle and hot rod culture world, deeply entrenched in it. You obviously are. I am. You know, we get so caught up in <clears throat> motorcycles and as an aesthetic that we forget what they really are, man. It's adventure. That's dude, you can have an event. I'll tell you what, like, oh, adventure bike, adventure bike. Every bike's a fucking adventure bike if you go fucking adventure on it. 
Like you, you just riding around Kathmandu right now is an adventure. On a like, scooter. Dude, your life is, your life's fucking <laughs> on the edge when you're riding around this town. You know, so just get out and ride. You know, that's the, no matter what it is, just yeah. get out and ride a motorcycle. If you're on a motorcycle and you're not smiling, there's something wrong. Yeah. Well, I'm stoked that I got to be a part of this trip with you guys, spending time with you all, getting so to know you guys better. That was the last thing I was going to say. Sorry to interrupt you, but, like, getting to know you better has fucking been amazing. Thank you. Getting to know PJ in class better yeah. has just been uh, just absolutely outstanding. Darren and I have known each other for 10 or 15, 15, 12 or 15 years now, but I think we know each other even better again. Yeah, I mean, I've known Bobby forever and... But yeah, it's been fun, man. It's a great group of people. Yeah, yeah. it's been. It's you definitely been really awesome. You definitely uh, nurture relationships when you when you're, you're in that good kind energy, of stress man. and yeah, you know, you see a little bit more naked who that person is. You kind of got to get come together to get through. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah, dude, for it's sure. It's been thing. awesome, and it's been it has been an honor to get to spend the time with you that we have. Yeah. Dude, thanks likewise. for letting us be on this and podcast. And to talk to you man. twice, man. That's fucking Th- This has been awesome. I'm yeah, glad that we did absolutely. this. I know, right? It's so fun. And I want to do it again. We this should. Is, yeah. This is going to be a continual thing. After we the should. next adventure. Before and after the next yeah, adventure. Yeah, I want to come to both y'all shops. That would be cool. Oh, you have to. And do, it, yeah. and do it right there at y'all's workplace. That would be super so. cool, dude. Hell, we're not that far from each other. We'll, yeah. He can ride down to my place and we can do one, and we'll all ride up to his place and do one. I like or something that. Something like that. I like that. Like, Stay a night in Hannibal, Missouri. Mm-hmm. That's a cool little place. Yeah. Go in the uh, Mark Twain cave. That's yeah, get your adventure bike, dude. I know. Dude. Well, we had that'd some be, great adventure dude, stuff around there. Yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be a great chopper it. ride, though, man. Like, that'd be a that's good, good road. Any motorcycle's good. I know. <laughs> Let's go get something to eat, fellas. Let's dude. do it. Thank, thank you. Thank you, Dan. Thank, thank you very you much. As always, thank you for tuning in. This show is only possible with listeners like you. Now, I've got some special things in the works. I've got two more podcasts coming from Nepal. And then I also have, what else do I have? Oh, dude, I recorded a show today. We're going to start doing a history, a motorcycle history podcast called Archaic Iron, I think is what we coined it. When I say we... Uh, my friend Sean Jackson of Competition Distributing will be doing the legwork on this and researching topics, and then we will be talking about them. Uh, the first one we do is, you know, what is the first motorcycle? He, you know, his information told him one thing, and obviously I just had to disagree with it. But it's a great, a, it's, it was a lot of fun to do, and I look forward to doing more. That will be coming out in December, sometime before you leave for your Christmas holidays. And uh, I just hope that you're as stoked about that one as I am. Competition distributing uh, the archaic iron episodes. Yeah, it'll be, you know, we're going to be doing lots of rad shit. Uh, you know, we got a bunch of cool ideas. I've been talking about doing something like this for a minute, and this is how... This is how it's coming out at this point, and I can't wait for you to hear it. Um, DangerDanceTalkShop.com. There are Dan American Highway t-shirts available. If not now, soon. Go to MCShopTees.com and sign up now so you do not miss another month. Next month's featured shop is Power Plant out of L.A., dude. I mean, dude, dude, this motherfucker, did you see the FXR he built for the fucking Virginia City Roundup? 
because it was baddest. It was the most chopper FXR I've ever seen. And they've been building fucking choppers out of FXRs for a long time. But this dude fucking nailed it. You need stoked to feature him. Jay Cruz and a fucking amazing artist is doing the artwork for you. And I cannot wait to show you guys that. Uh, the Maltese Machine shirt should be hitting the mailboxes like now. Uh, actually, I know they have. They've started hitting the mailboxes. And if you have a subscription for your kid and you're not fond of tits and pussies, um, you know, give it to somebody else, right? And next month, there won't be tits and pussies on it. There might be fucking skulls and demons, but, you know, there won't be tits and pussies on it. I think it turned out sick as fuck. And I'm stoked to feature that dude. He's got a rad shop up in Buffalo, New York. Building some wild shit, dude. Some wild shit and uh, testing his wild shit to make sure it works, which is always rad. So, anyhow, happy Thanksgiving. Talk to you later.